Hey, this is Dr. Eric, and I just want to let you know about my gut healing bundle for those with thyroid and autoimmune thyroid conditions. This includes SMT Probio, which is a probiotic with 18 well-researched strains, Enzymes Plus, which not only includes digestive enzymes, but betaine, HCL, and ox bile, and SMT GI Restore, which is a stevia-free formulation that has multiple nutrients and herbs that have been proven to help support the healing of the gut. To learn more about this, you can visit guthealingbundle.com. Hey, this is Dr. Eric, and in this Q&A episode, I am going to answer the question, can dark chocolate be safely eaten by those with thyroid and autoimmune thyroid conditions? I want to start out by saying that while this podcast is going to sound negative when it comes to dark chocolate, I currently eat dark chocolate on a regular basis. So the goal of the podcast is not to discourage people from eating dark chocolate. The truth is that dark chocolate has some wonderful health benefits, as it contains several health-promoting factors. And the research shows that chocolate is considered a functional food due to its anti-diabetic, anti-inflammatory, and antimicrobial properties. That being said, dark chocolate is excluded from an AIP diet, which is an autoimmune paleo diet, and there are a few other reasons to be cautious about eating dark chocolate. So in 2017, I wrote an article where I mentioned how dark chocolate has a high amount of phytic acid, which can prevent the absorption of certain nutrients. Cacao beans carry the highest amount of phytic acid, but even after refinement, some portion of this remains. According to Dr. Sarah Ballantyne, another reason why cocoa is excluded from an AIP diet is because of several studies showing that cacao polyphenols suppress Th2 and increase Th1 helper T-cell activity, which may or may not be helpful depending on the details of immune function in each individual. I also need to mention that not too long ago, consumer labs revealed through their testing that one-third of chocolate products are high in heavy metals, specifically lead and cadmium. This is yet another reason for concern. In the show notes, I'll include an article from Consumer Labs that lists the sources of dark chocolate that are considered to be safer choices, although keep in mind that these still aren't completely free of heavy metals. And just a reminder that you can access the show notes by visiting SaveMyThyroid.com. In addition, dark chocolate is high in oxalates. And the higher the cacao content, the higher the oxalate content. On the podcast, I interviewed Sally K. Norton, who is an expert on oxalates. So if you want to learn more about oxalates, definitely check out that episode. And according to Sally's book, Toxic Superfoods, 1.75 ounces, which is equivalent to 50 grams of 70% dark chocolate, has 110 milligrams of oxalates per serving, which is pretty high, while the same amount of 85% dark chocolate has 140 milligrams of oxalates. However, it's worth mentioning that most people don't eat 50 grams of dark chocolate per day, as one small square of dark chocolate equals approximately 10 grams. And so one square of dark chocolate will have approximately 28 grams of oxalates. So these are a few different reasons to consider excluding dark chocolate, Although, as I mentioned earlier, I choose to continue eating chocolate on a frequent basis. Everything, of course, comes down to risk versus benefits. And while you certainly can completely eliminate dark chocolate from your diet permanently, I think it's fine for most people to also have a small amount of dark chocolate on a daily basis. With regards to the heavy metals, I would just make sure to stick with the safer choices, as well as continuously doing things to support detoxification, which is discussed in other episodes on the podcast. So that is my answer to the question, Can dark chocolate be safely eaten by those with thyroid and autoimmune thyroid conditions? So if you are following an AIP diet, I think it's probably a good idea just to take a break from dark chocolate and then eventually you could reintroduce it if you choose to do so. But I would say 
that most people with thyroid and autoimmune thyroid conditions who are not following AIP, I, I think it's fine to have a small amount of dark chocolate. You just might want to refer to the article to try to choose the safer choices. Although just keep in mind that even the safer choices have some cadmium and lead. Well, it might not have both. Some maybe just cadmium and others might just have lead. Others might have both. But again, we live in a toxic world. We need to keep in mind that we're not going to completely eliminate all of the toxins, including not just heavy metals, but other types of toxins as well. So again, it comes down to risk versus benefits. As usual, I hope you found this Q&A episode to be super valuable, and I look forward to catching you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Save My Thyroid podcast. If you haven't done so already, make sure you hit subscribe to stay up to date on the latest thyroid health-related topics. And to get your free thyroid and immune health restoration action points checklist, visit SaveMyThyroidChecklist.com. Thanks so much for tuning in. I want to let you know about a product called Hepatomune Supreme, which is a unique supplement that has a rare combination of N-acetylcysteine, also known as NAC, milk thistle, and schisandra to support the liver. And it also has a few mushrooms that can help support the immune system, including cordyceps, which has both immune modulating and adaptogenic properties and is great for those with Graves' disease and Hashimoto's. To learn more about Hepatomune Supreme, visit SaveMyThyroid.com forward slash liver support.